Well, welcome back, guys, to the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And Steve, we finally got to see Protective Stadium, and buddy, it was all the hype, man. What Just what a beautiful facility, just, you know, just beautiful. Like, it's just, you know, going. it's a lot years beyond what we were used to at Legion Field, I, I was anticipating it to be nice. It looked nice from the outside, but buddy, when you get in there and just see it, man, just what what an awesome experience in that stadium. Just man, I just, I just loved it, dude. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And I mean, it, it started beforehand. You know, it started with the uh, with you know with the uptown and uh, you know the the view of the stadium from there, and then that you know the wonderful Blazer Walk that uh, was you know better than it's ever been and. No um, just you know just that experience and then going into that stadium and just looking around and um you know it was just you know it was a special day i you know um you know we talked about a lot on the radio afterwards that um it was just a special day you know and 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 yeah it you know didn't have the outcome that you wanted in the football game uh but just the fact that you know that i mean just so, so many things you know joe's joe webb's pregame thing was was awesome and yes seeing all the players on the field at halftime was awesome and you know just seeing the players you know walk around and you know seeing some before the game and and uh you know the former players and just seeing that they're you know their the looks on their faces you know about how how proud they were of um you know being there and they were you know they were the guys that built this thing you know and and uh so um it, it was it was special I, again you can't you know can't change the outcome, I and mean, it would have been a lot, you know, a lot nicer to to come out of there with the win. And um, but but just you, you can't, you know, you can't take away just uh, how special that place is. And unfortunately, we do have a game we have to uh, talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know, you, you you learn from your wins, you learn from your losses. So you just, you know, it, it is what it is. That's right. But I did want to just start the episode off. I just, you know, just really proud of, you know, this program and where we've, you know, gotten to at this point and just seeing that beautiful stadium in person. You know, I had my whole family there um, with the kids and my dad so and, and my wife, of course. It was just a great experience, um, but definitely wish the outcome on the field would have been different. But let's go ahead and dive in, Steve. Um, so UAB, unfortunately, uh, takes a loss to the Liberty Flames, uh, 36 to 12. Guys, this was a three to three game at the half. Um, you know, the defense was doing fairly well, but you know, we just talked right before we started recording, Steve. It's just for some reason, you know, the offense just couldn't get going in that second half. But give credit to the Liberty defense. I feel like they, you know, they made some adjustments coming out of halftime and they looked a lot better. Um, and unfortunately, you know, when your offense is going three and out, three and out, three and out, that defense that is already you know, pretty banged up, they're going to get tired real quick. And unfortunately, that's kind of exactly what happens. But I don't, you know, I don't want to make excuses, Steve. You know, I, I want to give all the credit in the world to Liberty. And Malik Willis, man, he was all advertised, man, all his advertising. Yeah. We talked about in the pre, you know, our preview show. I mean, he, we saw it all last night. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, to me, um, obviously there was a lot of guys for Liberty that, that played well and, and were part of that win. But, um, to me, the, you know, Liberty had the best player in the football field and, and he played like it, you know, and, uh, he was, he, you know, one thing, 
in uh, you know in, in my pregame thing we did with the Sea of Red, you know, they um, they asked, you know, what uh, what does UAB got to do to win? And and one of the things I you know said was don't let Malik Willis be uh, Superman. Yeah. And uh, he was, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, and and you know the thing that that was frustrating uh, was I thought UAB's front played well. It impacted the game to get to him, but they yeah. didn't. But they didn't finish. They didn't get him on the ground. I mean, I thought they, I thought they dominated uh, the offensive line. It's just they couldn't get him to the ground, you know. Yeah. And, and um, so many times they're in position to make plays. So many times that you know he made plays, and and I and I'll say this: they were in position to make plays, but he didn't let them make plays. You know, it wasn't like it was. You know, I mean, he just he was just special. You know, yeah. um, and. Um, um, it just, it just um, about all you can say about that. I mean, he was, he, he threw the ball. Well, he ran the ball. Well, he made good decisions. He made, you know, he got him out, you know, got out of trouble. Um, you know, he just, it was just, I mean, you know, he, it's what we expected. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd hope, I'd hoped that, you know, he, I would, I was hoping he was having, he was going to have a bad night. Um, but you know, obviously he didn't and, and give him credit. I mean, I think what's so hard about him is, He's so fast, um, he's so smart, and he's stronger than than you can imagine until you play him. I think you know um, he, he's a big, strong guy, and and you know you you got to bring it to bring him down, and and it's hard to it's hard to get a clean shot on him, you know, right. and then that, and that's a problem. But you know you have guys. I mean, he ran through Alex Wright early yeah. in the game. I mean, just flat ran through him. And Alex Wright is about as strong as anybody on that on that defense, you know. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was just, you know, taking on the little guys and you know, um, I mean he was running through everybody. And uh, so hey, give him credit. Um, you know, he was he's he's fun to watch. Um, you know, not fun to root against, but you know, he's fun mm-hmm. to watch and and um, you know, like I said, they had the best player in the field. Yeah, and I mean I don't you know, I, I really do think Malik Willis is probably one of the best quarterbacks we've seen, you know, at least the last few years at UAB, but also just in general. Like, he he reminds you a lot of, like, Cam Newton kind of type, mm-hmm. you know, really, really big physical, but he can beat you with his arm and um, with his legs. And, I mean, like, Steve, you just say you just got to tip your ball cap and just say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, that's a hell of a player. You know, we I saw some NFL scouts in there looking at Malik Willis and, of course, looking at some UAB guys, but – I mean, this guy's going to play in the pros next year. There's, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, and and I, I do say this. I do, I do think his, his receivers helped him a lot last night. Yep. Uh, you know, I thought he he threw some balls that where he he put it in places that, uh, you know, that they had to go up and make a play, and um, and they did. You know, and um, you know he trusted them and put put the ball like again, like again they they went up and made some plays now and. Uh, so, you know, I, I think you have to give them a lot of credit, too. I mean, in, as far as the passing game goes, I mean, I th- think they deserve a lot of credit because he trusted them. And, and you know, there, there are times when, you know, as a quarterback, you have to throw throw balls that that um, that they're going to have to go up and get right. or, or, or make a catch on, you know, make a really nice catch on. I thought Johnny Huntley made a couple nice catches. Obviously, Doug, Douglas did. Um mm-hmm. And and so you know I think you get give them a lot of credit too, um, but um, you know obviously it starts with Willis, but you know I thought the, the overall and, and like I said I didn't think their offensive line played well at all. I mean no, I really didn't. I just I just I, I just think that the you know the other guys made plays. 
Yeah, we'll we'll get into our offensive line in a few minutes, but uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I thought the defense line did did just like you said, did a good job uh, getting in the backfield. Just unfortunately, could not bring him down. Um, but give credit definitely to Douglas and some of those wide receivers. I mean, you know what, you, you don't want to make excuses. You know where you know UAB did look tired in the second half. Um, but give credit to those receivers. You know, especially Douglas getting those yards after catch. Just the speed that you got to see from those wide receivers. I mean, just you, you've got to tip your ball cap to that whole Liberty Flame team um, just for, you know, and Hugh Freeze, you know, he had a good game plan coming in. Um, oh, you knew just, he would. Yeah, he's yeah. a great coach. He's a great offensive coach. You, you knew he would. You knew he was right. going to, you know, you knew he was going to call good plays, and, and they did, you know, and, and um, so, I mean, that wasn't surprising at all. But, yeah, you, you definitely got to tip your cap to him. He's a great coach. I mean, he's a great, great offensive coach, great play caller. Um, now it's, a little easier to call plays when you got Superman playing quarterback, <laughs> right? But but um, but still, you know, he, he he did a great job, and you know, again, tip the cap to him too. Yeah, and you can tell Steve, you know, that Liberty team they came in mad, like they were mad, they were really, you know, yeah. ticked off at what happened last week down at Syracuse, and you could tell they were just motivated to get back on the yeah. field. And it should have been. I mean, that's good for them. I mean, that's yeah. you know, that's that's the one thing that you know. Yeah. That's one reason I, you know, I wish Syracuse would have won that game. But, <laughs> I know. I mean, right? Syracuse would have lost that game, but, or lost, but yeah. yeah, but that's okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, they were they were upset, and you know, I mean, right. hey, UAB had plenty of reason to be motivated too. So yeah, you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't just one team having reason to be motivated. So no you know, and I, and I don't think UAB, I think UAB was motivated. I thought they played well early. You know, yeah. uh, you know, I just think they got a little tired there in the second half, and things snowballed on them a little bit, but. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't think it was a lack of motivation. No. Well, on the defensive side, you know, UAB ended up giving up uh, 544 total yards to Liberty, um, 331 through the air and 213 on the ground, and 144 of that 213 was Malik Willis, who also had two rushing touchdowns and one passing touchdown. Um, well, let's look at the offensive side of the ball, Steve. Man, just just a hard night, um, especially for the receivers. There were a few just right in the hands of our receivers. You know, uh, Shropshire had a couple that he should have had, and I know he wishes he had that one back in the second half that definitely would have flipped the switch. I think UAB was down 17-3, to three, and then mm-hmm. UAB takes a shot, first first play um, on the offensive side of the ball, and just drops it, man. And I, that could have flipped the switch right there and made it 17-10, to 10, and you had some more, you know, mo- momentum for UAB, but it just seems honestly after that, it just, this wasn't, wasn't meant to be, I guess. Yeah. I went, I mean, yeah, but you got to make those plays, you know, yeah. he's, he's, you have a guy who's, who has proven ability to do that and he didn't do it. And and that's the difference in, you know, winning and losing your play, not mm-hmm. that one play, but I mean, your, your players, you know, having the opportunity and having the chance to make a play and, and he didn't, you know, and uh, certainly that's just one play and it's certainly not the whole game's not on him, but that's a play he needs to make. And he knows that. I mean, you know, and there's plenty, plenty of other things to point at, too. But, yeah, that was a huge moment because the crowd was out of it. And, yeah. um, you know, it was just you know, it was quiet and nobody really cared at that point. You know, not not, yeah. not literally didn't care. But I mean, it just no, you're right. It was, though. it was just it was just so quiet in there. And. That would energize things, you know, yes. and, and and who knows what would happen after that. I mean, who knows? You never know. I mean, who knows what that, what would have happened if that, you know, great touchdown in the first half would have stood, you know. Um, 
Yeah, no, we got to talk about that, Steve. What? Well, so I still need to go back and rewatch it, and I'm still confused about what happened. There. Well, I, I still hadn't seen it, but uh, because I didn't see any replay, but they they called a, a crackback block on um, on Jermaine Brown, probably thirty yards away from from mm. him. He was he was diving into the end zone when they threw the flag. Um, so there's two things there. One, one is. <sighs> as a, as a, as an official don't make yourself part of the game yeah that's that had nothing to do with the play um now in in black and white and I, again i didn't see it so i don't know if it's a good call or not but in in black and white rule book and if if he did do it then that's part that's you know that's that's a um that's a penalty but but to me you need a referee in uh, in kind of the gray area you know did yeah. it impact the play it didn't impact the play at all Okay, I, I, so I do say that, um, but don't put yourself in that position. Yeah, I mean, there's no way in that in that position. There's no <laughs> way you need to make that block. There's none. Right. No way. You just you know, he's scoring. Get, right. Just just quit. You know, um, if it ha- and again, I haven't seen it, so I don't. You know, uh, it's hard to it's hard to really judge it uh, without seeing the play, um, seeing the replay because you know it's obviously watching Rajay Johnson Sanders on that and didn't. Didn't kind of see. I did see him throw the flag, um, but uh, and and then to call the second one, uh, I guess taunting or whatever it was that you know. I, again, I didn't see what he did, um, but to me, to and this is just me, and and I'm not an official, and I don't know the correct way to call a game. That's one penalty, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just if you call a crack back, if he reacts to it, then that's still just one penalty. I I don't see that as being two penalties personally. Mm. Right. Again, I didn't see exactly what he did, so I, you know, I don't know. But I'm just saying, in general terms, that's one. In my opinion, that's one penalty. You know, I agree. Um, you know, and and um, so you know, it, it's hard to, it's hard to really, you know, fully, but that, fully but that judge was that a, play. Oh, that huge. was a huge moment in that because that could have been ten to nothing right there, and then we'd be probably talking oh. <laughs> a different ball game. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe and maybe not. I mean, maybe it still ends up the same. You just got seven more points, but but yeah. that really, I mean, as great as that play was, that energized that place like crazy. Energizes that place because that was that was. I mean, we'd be watching that highlight for a long time. That was an incredible play yes. from 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 the throw to the catch to the, and certainly the run and just the effort. And um, you know, and I think it was a play that Rajay Johnson Sanders need needs. You know, he needs a big play like that to really, you know, kind of spark him. You know, because right. he's he's got that ability. You know, and we need to see that every week, and more than you know, more than once every week. And um, so I, you know, I, it was huge. I mean, it was a huge play in the game. So, you know, you you're just talking about just so many missed opportunities like that for whatever reason, whether you know. Uh, again, I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, I mean, it, it seems, without really seeing it, it seems like a knucklehead play. Um, but but you know, it's hard to tell until you really see the replay. And hopefully, I'll you know, hopefully they got a good shot of the replay. I don't know if they did or didn't. Yeah. You know, but um, you know, I don't know. Just and and just you know, there's just a lot of that, a lot of that kind of things that you just right there, and you know, a lot of I mean. Go back to the defense, same thing. You know, right there could have made a big play, good big sack, whatever. Um, right. You know, so just missed opportunities. Right. I mean, you said it. You said it best, Steve. It's just missed opportunities on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, if we could just gotten one or two of those, you know, I think uh, 
I, I don't know if the outcome would have been different, but it would have been a closer ball game uh, uh, for sure. Um, let's talk about the run game. And, you know, this is something that, you know, you asked Coach Clark post game too, that, you know, they were able to uh, get that run game going, um, especially in the first half. Um, kind of slowed down in the second half, but late they were able to get a couple good runs uh, by Jermaine Brown. Um, but, you know, but you asked Clark in the post game. you said, you know, asked him, is this something that you guys can build on? And he definitely said, you know, yes, this is something that they can build on. And I look for them to build on, you know, hopefully, you know, against FAU this week as a conference play resumes. Yeah. And, you know, kind of his answer to it and is really kind of why I asked the question is, is, is because I felt this way is, and I felt, I felt like he would answer this way is, is, um, you know, his basically his answer was, "Hey, this is one night. Yeah, yeah, we've got mm-hmm. a lot of football left to play, mm-hmm. and and sure, we can build on that, and we can build on some other stuff, um, because this this doesn't define the season, and this doesn't end the season. That's kind of was his was his answer, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was hoping for because that's the way I feel. I, mean, I don't I don't I feel that it's, um, you know, I mean, yes, yeah, I mean, when you go through a loss like that on a night like that, it hurts at that at point, and and part of you is like well there goes the season you know we didn't win this one but you can't do that you can't no. let this one affect the next one and you can't or and, and you can't look at it and go you know oh poor poor me you know we lost this game and and golly we you know which it would have been a nice season but now it's over you know no i mean this is it's just part of it and i you know i thought that they didn't get a chance in the second half to really commit to that running game. And I think mm-hmm. if they, if they would have got that chance and I'm not saying it was Brian Vincent's fault, they didn't commit to it. It was just, it was just flow of the game. Um, but I thought if they got a chance to commit to that running game, they would have been able to had some success with it. Cause I, I don't think that they were necessarily stopping the run. I just don't know that they got the chance to really commit to it. And, um, you know, one of these games they are going to have to, um, or they're going to hopefully get that chance. Cause I think, you know, I don't think the offensive line has played as well as they're capable for sure. I mean, you know, they haven't dominated games yet, and I think they have the ability to do that. Um, and they have some running backs that can, you know, can can really, you know, move the football for them. So I, I think, you know, when they get a chance to commit to it, I think, you you know, we're going to see that, that that's a really strong part of this team. But unfortunately, in the second half last night, they didn't get that chance. And, and when they ran the ball – I thought they, for the most part, they ran it well. You know, obviously Liberty did a great job in the second half of not letting them do that and did a better job against the run, you know, till late. And, um, but, you know, I, I, tell you, I will say this. To me, a huge part of this, that game was um, Liberty really, really, really tackled well. They did. And they, they didn't miss tackles. Um, you know, the short passing game, they, they you know, they, if, if they caught it, they made sure they they were down right there. You know, they they didn't, you know. Uh, so I thought they tackled better for sure, and I thought that was a huge part of the game. But I but I do think that UAB when they ran the ball, were you know pretty effective. You know, and um, so I think that's something that you you've got to build on, and you've got at some point you've got to find a way where you can commit to that. Um, you know, and again, I don't think that's play calling. I mean, I, I, don't, no. I don't think he did a bad job calling plays last night at all. But um, I think that you know he he, he you got to put them in a position where he where they can't commit to that to that running game. Definitely, um, Steve. Before we get out, um, I, I do think we do need to talk just a little bit more about the offensive line and just 
I don't know, man. I, I You just alluded to, you know, Liberty did, did well at tackling last night, but I just felt like the offensive line didn't do a good job, you know, really at all. I mean, it's not like Liberty was blitzing every play. Well, they they brought they brought guys a lot. Now they they did they they did bring numbers a lot because um, I think you know because they felt like they could you know I felt like you know they covering the back with you know whether it be man or, or or you know zone but but they felt like they could bring some guys and and they did and I mean I thought a lot of the, um, a lot of the sacks were um, came when they when they brought numbers uh, but that's something that hey everybody does that and you, you yeah. can't you know you got to be able to to handle that. If you don't, it's, you know, you're not going to win games. You're, not, you're certainly not going to move the football. And, but I don't, I don't think they've played. I, don't, I really don't think the offensive line has played well. And I'm talking about played well up to, to their expectations. Right. You know, um, I, I, I think they, they need to be, and they have the ability to be, and they have the players to be a dominant offensive line. And I don't think they've done that yet. You know, mm-hmm. do I think they will? Yeah. Cause I think they're good players. But um, they just haven't, you know, they haven't dominated, you know, gave, given up a lot of sacks. And, um, you know, that's, you know, and part of that is, you know, I mean, in, on any team, part of that has to go on, on you know, the receivers and quarterback. Um, you, you know, they, they, you know, if they bring numbers, you, you, you know, you got to find ways to get open quick. And yeah. I don't know that they've necessarily done that. I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, we don't break down film. We don't see what happens. Like, like, you know, like, like coaches and players do. So, you know, I think it's a, it, it's a, not just the offensive line. I thought there was a couple of times last night that Dylan just held the ball too long. Yeah, you know, he did. I mean, it was, there was, you know, there was times where, you, you know, you've got to have that internal clock and you got to go, okay, I'm going to, I got to get rid of this ball, you know, or, or I got to get out of here, you know, and, and, um, and a couple of times I thought he did. Um, but, you know, there was times where, you know, there's a, there was at least one that I can think of maybe two that he just stood back there until he got sacked and yeah. you can't, do, you can't do that. You, you know, you got to get rid of it, live to play the next down. Um, you know, and obviously there were times that he didn't have a chance, you know? So, um, but yeah, I just think the offensive line is too good to not dominate games and they, they're not right now. And, you know, Let's, let's hope they get it fixed, you know, because they got some, you know, they don't have any easy ones. No. Some good defense. This is going to be a good defense they play this week. And um, so, so they've got to, they, they've got to figure that out and they got to, you know, they, they've got to respond as a team to this, <clears throat> the way that they should respond to this. You know, they got, they got to be, they got to be mad and they got to respond it in the right way. And, um, you know, we'll see. I don't know about the health. I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah, we got to see you know, about that. Yeah. We'll see about that. I think health, um, overall, you know, like even on the offensive line, I mean, missing Sidney Wells last night was big, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and I'm, I don't, you know, I don't think, I think Jacoby Jones is a fine player. Um, but Sidney Wells is one of their, he's an all conference player. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, at this level, you don't, you know, you don't lose an all conference player and just go, okay, well, we'll just, put the, you know, plug the next uh-uh. guy in, you know, it, you're going to, it's going to be, you're going to have an effect. And uh, again, I don't think Jacoby Jones is a good player. He's a starter and, mo- you know, probably most teams in this conference, he's a starter. Um, but, you know, he's not Sidney Wells, Mm-mm. you know, Sidney Wells is, is a starter there. So, 
you know, and obviously the defensive injuries are probably a little, you know, the guys they missed last night at least, you know, are, are yeah are a little more of an impact to, than than on offense. But you know, you know, it's every, it's everywhere. You got, you know, and that's that's football. I mean, that's that's part of going that's through right. the season. You know, you got to have, you know, it's a rough game, and you got to have injuries, and uh, so you you got to you got to overcome them. And you know we'll we'll see how they do. This hey, this is still a good football team. Oh yeah. You know we can't. You know we can't. You know the world didn't end last night, and um, you know the season didn't end last night, and and they didn't just forget how to play. You know they they just had they had a bad night against a great player, and um, there's some little there's some adversity going on right now with injuries and different things, and so you just got to find a way to get through it and. I, you know, I believe in this coaching staff. I certainly believe in, you know, Bill Clark and, um, I, you know, we're going to, we're going to have better days for sure. Definitely. And, I mean, like we said earlier, Steve, before we started recording that, you know, the real season is about to continue, you know, conference is conference season. You know, we've, we've already had one game where we beat North Texas, but it's the real part of your season is about to start back. You know, when FAU comes to town next week, Hope that we can have you know another good crowd on hand uh, for the two thirty game, but going to need going to need you guys in the stands uh, this Saturday. As you know, as Steve just mentioned earlier, this is going to be a tough FAU team, a really talented FAU team. You know, they've always recruited well down there, even under Kiffin, but now under Taggart. Um, but we're going to need you guys in the stands again. Um, and, and and also, Steve, one last thing before we go. It helps that the guys have one full game in the stadium. You know, the pressure is kind of off now. You know, there, there was a lot of pressure, you know, on, on the team and coaching staff uh, to, you know, perform well in the first ever game in Protective Stadium. It's over with. Forget about it. Move on. Conference play starts again. So hopefully, you know, they're doing the good, the bad, the ugly this morning, probably as we speak. Um, or tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's just um, Monday morning. Yeah, yeah, it's Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. So just got to move on, man. Yeah, and and they will. I mean, and, and you're right. There there was a lot of pressure on that game. It was, you know, it's it's your it's your only it's your only chance to make a first impression and yeah. you know in that stadium and and um so yeah, there there was a lot of pressure there and and um you know, and there were times I thought they played well, you know, and there was time, you know, I mean, first half again, there, there was opportunities that if they would have made plays, it would have been it would have been a, it could have been a different night. You know, um, but but it wasn't, and um, right. so be it. You know, I mean, that's just part of it. It and, is what it is. Hey, <laughs> if if you know if you if if you'd have told me before the season that, hey, I'll give you a uh, what would that be? You know, eleven and two season, but you're gonna get, you know, boat raced by uh, Georgia and um, you know lose the lose the Liberty, but Take you're going to win every other game. Um, I'd say, yes, sir. <laughs> where'd, I, where, where'd I sign up for that? Right. So, uh, so, you know, Hey, still, still a chance, to, you know, you still got a, a good chance to be a special season and, um, you just gotta kind of ride the ups and downs of, uh, uh, you know, of any season, no matter who you are and, um, and just have fun with it. Definitely. Well, UAB's 1-0 in Conference USA play and looking to go 2-0 as the FAU Owls come to town this week. And we'll be back in just a couple of days, guys, to help get you ready for those FAU Owls. But um, as always, if you're not subscribed to our podcast, please make sure you're subscribed to us on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just a podcast platform. Hit that follow or subscribe button. 
and make sure to follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash blazerpod. But on that note, guys, we'll see you in just a couple days. But as always, go Blazers.